everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Contest Prep University podcast. I, I forgot for a second there what we were doing. Adam and I were chatting off camera here, just, just finishing up the Arnold and a lot of fun stuff there. But we want to move into a series called The Hard Truths About Prep because there there's a lot of bad stuff in the news here lately. I was just listening to somebody else's podcast, a friend of ours, about the whole Mannion thing and just you know, some of some of what people are considering a, a sellout of what should be a, a pure sport. But let's we'll save that one for later. Let's let's jump into our first topic, which is most people who decide to do a contest never even make it to the contest. I was I was talking to Eric Helms, and I believe he said 85% of people who say, Hey, I'm gonna compete April 1st, I'm gonna compete September 27th, they never make it to that show. That's a pretty big failure rate. And I think that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, but it's definitely a hard truth. So you run a schedule with hundreds of clients every year, Adam. And like me, I'm sure you literally have those scheduled out. Here are these clients competing then. You know when their contests are. You're doing check-ins and updates. That schedule shifts a lot. How much do this, does this play into it where people just don't hit that mark? Yeah, a lot. Um, I call it deleting folders. You know, I have a folder for the month on what peak weeks I need to do, you know, based on the people's goals. And when you get to that week, <laughs> there's a lot of folders that end up getting deleted because I don't need them anymore, whether they move the show or just completely canceled out. A lot of people do start this process and do not finish it. And I'm not sure if that makes it worse or not, because a lot of times they do come back and they try again. Um, are they more likely the second time? I feel like it's still a pretty small percent, but there are people who surprised me. It's um, very interesting to me. You know, I, I think a lot that makes people cancel is the fact that this is kind of a painful thing to do, you know, and putting your body through you know, stress and, you know, an uncomfortable state is uncomfortable. And in contest prep, you have a choice to make yourself uncomfortable or not. Uh, people even get to, this is what happens a lot of time, food gets low and people will make excuses. I'm pretty sure I'm not eating enough that I need to eat more to lose weight. So they even initially talk themselves out of the process and then, you know, maybe they hire a different coach who says, I'll give you more food. And then in quotations for a couple of weeks. And then once they get them on, they realize they can't lose on more food. And the only viable option is to go back down or do more cardio. You know, we just can't trick our body's physiology that much. And I think once people mess around and find that out, they realize it's too much for them. Well, I, I think that is the best point, which is somebody's getting ready for contest. They're not going to be ready, and then they have to adjust from there. That is definitely not a bad thing, but it's a hard truth that you need to be aware of, that you may have to consider a contest schedule that includes two, three, four contests you want to do. And I like when, when a client asks me, do you think I can be ready for this one? I will tell them you're definitely not going to look as great there as you will for this next one or the second or third one. But it, I like it there as kind of the the rabbit on the Greyhound track. I, I I don't think it's a bad idea for us to search 
and, and scramble for that, but just be ready to have to adjust. And I think that's probably the biggest reason a lot of people don't make it all the way to that first contest. Yeah. And even just speaking of this right now, I'm picturing someone hearing that and saying, that's what I want to do. But then because of the information on the internet, they're going to say, oh, well, I just saw a podcast that said I shouldn't do three shows in a year. <laughs> you, well, know? I, you know, I also, to to that point, I, I don't want people on the other side of that coin to say, well, I'm going to do this show because I committed to it. I told my friends, my family, myself, you, my coach, and therefore I'm going to do it. If you can't win, if you know you're not at your best or it's going to compromise how you look for even those later shows, was it really worth it just because you, quote, committed to it? I mean, don't do it if it if it harms your ability to rebound and, and perform better at, at the next couple of shows. And you have to get out of the mindset that you owe it to anybody to compete. You just don't. Those promoters are there for you. Those organizations are there for you. Those coaches are there for you. Make sure it is your best. It is not a bad thing at all to delay or cancel a show. Especially a second time around. I have an athlete right now that, you know, we were checking in through Zoom and she said, I really want to do this show because it's organized. And I said, I would rather you do an unorganized show that was at least organized enough that you made your time on stage and you win because you're beyond just getting on stage at this point. So I'm not sure if I'll win the battle, but, you know, that's where we're where we are. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and you guys stay with us. We got a lot more hard truths to get through in this series. So we'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.